Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, I tell you, the, one of the hottest teams, I mean, for the longest time, Baylor Bears won the national championship. We've been celebrating these things. And if the Red Raiders didn't come in there and just spoil, not everything, but for, for they kind of knocked us off our perch for a bit right after beating Kansas. And uh, we decided to track down a member of that Texas Tech basketball uh, radio crew. It is Chris Level, who uh, is all over it, longtime radio uh, personality, TV, the whole shebang in Lubbock. Uh, Chris, um, uh, the uh, I would have to say what I've learned on Twitter is if I just brag on Tech a little bit recently, I I get I think the I think uh, the, the 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 Red Raider fans are are uh, a little excited right now. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, and I wish I was in Lubbock right now. We're in Manhattan, Kansas, but this has been quite the week. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a wild uh, wild little stretch here for this uh, basketball team. I wasn't sure what. Uh, what they were capable of coming into the year, and then they've just had so many injuries, and then the COVID stuff, and then you know, then it's it's just been a heck of a week. It's all kind of started to come together a little bit, and you've got a bunch of transfers and and guys that are really kind of starting to figure it out, and they bought into Mark's defense, and and yeah, but uh, everybody's uh, feeling pretty good about it. The only problem is it's mid January, it's not mid March, so we've got a long, long way to go. Yeah, uh, I, I know you got to remind yourselves that. Although I tell you, you couldn't have uh, told it by. I was hanging out in West, get stopped for a kolache or two, uh, and and boy, the, the Red Raiders had the place covered up. And I wanted to be mad at them, and I was joking with somebody. One of them like held the door for me for like I was probably like fifty, ste- you know, twenty steps away. And I'm like, well, they're so <laughs> nice, I can't even be mad at these folks. So. They uh, they show. I mean, have you ever noticed that, Chris? They show up in Central Texas, and I guess that I guess there's a large group either in the Dallas Fort Worth area, or just in that whole surrounding area of Waco and you know North Austin and all that. Would that be an accurate statement? Well, there there and, and Matt, there there's a this is a starved fan base at some level, uh, but I think once the the basketball thing kind of woke up. You know, when when Tubby kind of finished up his tenure and kind of got it going, I think it just people, you know, got excited about something because football has just not been great since Mike left. And and I think that you're right. I mean, the, the games in Fort Worth or Waco or in Austin, if those are on a weekend, there's going to be a lot of Tech fans there. Uh, they, they just, you know, maybe can't get up to a, a home game uh, as much as they want, but they could certainly get to those road games. And there was uh, there were a lot more Tech fans in Waco the other night than I was expecting just based on a, a weeknight 6 o'clock game. But, uh, yeah, it's just been a it's, it's been a starved fan base because it hadn't had a lot of success other than the, the, the lead eight and the final four stretch in, in, in much uh, as it relates to basketball or football in a good long while. Chris Level joining us, and uh, he uh, covers the Texas Tech, and he's part of the uh, radio broadcast uh, for uh, Texas Tech basketball as they get ready to play at Kansas State. And, um, and Tech uh, right now is, Chris, 19th in the country. I got to say, after wins over Kansas and Baylor, both top 10 wins, and uh, one knocking off the number uh, one team in the country. Do you have what would your uh, guess be for where? And you can't, of course, you can't have a letdown and lose uh, in Manhattan. No. But if if Tech goes ahead and wins in Manhattan, 
where do the Red Raiders come in in this? Do you think like nine or ten, or even even better than that? Yeah, I would have guessed eighth, ninth, or tenth. And what we don't know is what else happens, you know, over the weekend, you know, from a result standpoint, you know. But I, I think that, yeah, they, they've certainly earned their way into the top fifteen, if not a bit higher in the top top ten. But the, the scary part is, is that. You know, Kansas State, as much as they've lost, they don't lose by much at all. They're all, you know, reading everything up here. They're trying to fire Bruce Weber, and all the fans are mad, and there's not anybody <laughs> showing up. It's just it, it's a tricky spot to be in when you have – this is a tired basketball team. I mean, three games in a week, I mean, this is like you're running around like an NBA team, different different night in a different city and, you know, and all that stuff. So we'll see how much uh, gas they have left in the tank. But you're right, you don't want to give all the momentum back. Uh, tomorrow, but it, but if they hold the hold serve tomorrow, then you're right. I think that they'll be, you know, ten, eleven, nine, somewhere around in there. That's that's kind of the sweet spot. Again, it depends on what else everybody else does tomorrow. Okay, let my tell my audience about Mark Adams. I'm fascinated by this guy. I mean, you just don't find people that get their first like sort of big time opportunity. Uh, as a head coach at 65 years old it just doesn't happen you know it's like finding pastors or something you're finding somebody young on their way up and you want to you want to go with it in this instance the decision was made let's we love where the program was can we maybe do focus on continuity what before this season started um what what had you learned about mark adams and the kind of guy he is and are you surprised that that they're having this much success? Did you think it would take longer? Where where tell us, give us a little primer on Mark Adams because this is a to, to me this is one of the more fascinating stories in college basketball. Yeah, I mean it was a unique set of circumstances back in in April when when Chris left for for Austin and he wanted to take obviously it's well well documented that he wanted to take Mark with him. But, you know, Mark, had, I've known Mark for you now 20-something years. He's owned a, a pro hockey team in, in Lubbock before named the Lubbock Cotton Kings. I mean, he's, known, he's been a, in, in, as part of college basketball at some level at Howard or Clarendon or, you know, and then, and then multiple stints as an assistant at Tech, you know. And so everybody around this part of the state knew who he was, and he's one of yours. I mean, he's a – He's a, a tech alumni, and his kids went to Texas Tech, and 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 so I think at the end of the day, I think Tech did try to look around and find okay, we, we've elevated our program, we've got facilities now, we're about to open up this this thirty five million dollar basketball only facility, we've got a great arena, and and our coach just left, and so what do we do? So they did, they they looked and and talked to, to various people, but I just think that the 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 fans. And, and former players, uh, you know, had some say, I think, or, or and not really say, but applied some pressure. But I, I think all the folks making the decision kind of kept coming back to like, man, M- Mark's a really, really good X's and O's guy. This is the job that he wants. And and if we can give him what he needs to, to try to put his staff together and all these things, let I think what you said a second ago, let, let's gamble on the continuity part of this thing. And, and so that's what happened. And, and I, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure how it was going to work. I mean, I, th- th- there's no doubt Mark knows basketball and knows how to coach defense specifically. And I think it, it, that's playing out. And I think that's why you're always going to have a chance in these games, no matter how good the opponent is because of how well you guard. And, you know, this particular team is old and they're long and athletic. And so it just, 
it gives you a chance. But, you know, was he going to be able to put a, a good staff around him? Was he going to be able to recruit at, at the level that you need to in this conference? Because this conference is a monster. I mean, there's just no the, – the coaching is too good. The athletes are too good. Uh, the venues are too tough to play in. I mean, you, you just got to be on point with everything in your program. And But that's what the administration felt. And, and I think it is so far so good. And, you know, I, they, they've probably played a bit better much earlier than I would have thought but it's all because they've bought in defensively, and it's, it's just been fun to watch. All right, talking to Chris Level, the man knows Lubbock like no other, but he's in Manhattan, Kansas right now, the Little Apple. He'll get out tonight. But you can't stay out too late, Chris. It's 11 a.m. <laughs> uh, ball game on ESPN2. And, uh, and Now, let me ask you this, though. I love that Adonis Arms. What a story. And, and I didn't love the fact that he rose up with like two minutes left and dunked on a 6'9 guy. I mean, my gosh, he's just like I. He does a little spin move in the lane, and and I'm I I was just like, did I just see that? He, just, I mean, this is a six five dude in the lane, and he punched over Matt Meyer, and I I just was I think Meyer had to be uh, extremely shocked by that. But let me ask you this: Is Terrence Shannon, who the thought is he's going to be back tomorrow against Kansas State, unless you've heard something else? I I thought I was reading that. Is um. Is he the best player on the team, or is it literally, is that debatable? It just seems like this is a pretty deep team. Uh, Santa Silva, uh, is that how I say his name? Santa, uh, he's a he, he's a really nice player off the bench. But like, who would be considered the best player for Texas Tech? Because McCullough's a nice player. There's several guys. Yeah, it's first of all the the Adonis story is is awesome. That's the way. You know, there's a lot of transfer portal stories that aren't working when you bring guys in and you think they're going to be one thing and it just doesn't work. I mean, this is a guy that I think that it, it's been the opposite. Like I, I think they thought role player, but it, he's been just so much better than that. And he's just succeed. He's a freak athlete. First of all, that's what I think shocks. Everybody is it, just his, he's got the highest vertical on the team and he's starting to, you know, Mark, Mark tells you, he just doesn't really know how good he is. He didn't have a lot of confidence in himself. And we're trying to instill that in him. And once now that he's got it, he's starting to play really, really good. So it's a fascinating – and I'm, I'm curious kind of where he – how far he can take it. But to answer your question, to me it's Kevin McCuller. I just think there's – he does everything for this team. Mm-hmm. He, he's one of the best rebounders. He facilitates. He can score. He's probably the best defender on the team overall. I just think he's the most important, if not the best player. And that's why it was shocking that you, you only lost by, what, I think four points up in Ames without him on the floor, and he only had seven guys about a week and a half ago, just because I thought, you take him out of the lineup, you just miss so much. I mean, because he does so many things for your team. Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily the best pro prospect, because that's probably TJ, but he's clearly the, the, the most important guy on this team. All right, has, has anybody ever tried to, like, I, I kind of think of Mark Adams like Jimmy Johnson with that hair, has anybody reached up there and ever tried to mess with that hair or do they kind of leave the guys know to leave that alone? (laughs) Yeah. He's a, you know, coach Adams is a former boxer. When he grew up, he's a former boxer. And so uh, I don't think anybody's wanting to, you know, and he's, he's kind of, he's older and set in his ways. I don't think anybody's wanting to try him on the, on the hair. You know, it's not, it's not in place like Jimmy's was with the hairspray, but I don't think anybody's willing to, to, to go that route at this point. Okay, I just found myself, I, I, I was kind of in a weird spot the other night. I had to work on something, so I watched the first half on TV and then made my way over to the arena. 
and and I found myself being mesmerized with a hair on TV. Like it just <laughs> it just was perfect. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think he's got a lot of product in there. I just think that's just kind of how it rolls. It's just kind of a comb over, or yeah, you know, just kind of he's parted it, yeah, with a with a brush or comb. There's not a lot of product in there, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, that, that I hadn't thought about the hair, but I guess I'm going to focus on it now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I. I, I Okay, yeah, I, I have been very fascinated with it. So, anyway, sorry I had to bring that into it. Our detailed analysis took a wrong turn. Uh, Chris, have uh, have fun in uh, in Manhattan. It's going to be a great call. And I looked at, I was looking as we were talking at the schedule tomorrow. There's some really cool games in the Big Twelve, and uh, uh, I mean, there's just some really interesting action. And of course, as only the Big Twelve can, you know, Texas and Iowa State are playing on e, on. Uh, on Big 12 Plus. ESPN Plus, yeah. <laughs> or ESPN yeah, no Plus. Sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. 21 versus 15. But, hey, at least our teams are actually on, you know, uh, network TV. But uh, good for Bob. Let's blame it. We blame everything on Bowlesby anyway. Let's blame Let's blame that whole mess on him because yeah, nothing. He, and he doesn't, yeah. really, he doesn't really want to hear, hear about anything now. He's kind of gone rogue, man. He's just very outspoken and. Yeah. complaining about everything i'm kind of i kind of like it mr you know he's kind of turned heel on everybody you know it's kind of kind of fun to watch him not be so buttoned up and just letting it fly with that he's so mad at texas and oklahoma i, I will say this before i get off with you though man yeah. it, you know from a basketball standpoint this is you know that's what was so shocking about the win in, in wake up that's baylor's league right now it's not kansas's this is baylor's league it's scott drew's league right now i mean he's got you know that they would have been a one seed in the tournament that was canceled you know, we, we all know what, what they did last year. It was one of the best college basketball teams I probably have ever seen. Uh, maybe put it up with, like, the 91 UNLV team. That's how much I thought of what he had rolling with, with, with those guards and, and vital and just all the pieces working together. And then this year, I mean, you, you know, their, their guards are smaller than I would have thought, like Kenjo specifically. But it, it, they're just – they're so good. I mean, it's just what, what he – him and Coach Tang and those guys have built. It's just unbelievable to watch that machine now that they start playing some more man instead of that matchup zone. It's just totally changed their program, and they're recruiting such at a high level. It's just, I mean, you, you guys have uh, quite the program, and it's still it's still your league until somebody takes it away from you. And then uh, kudos on the football. I talked to J-Mo the other day about the, the football championship, man, and you guys, again, your, your league there too, man. So you guys are rolling, and I hope you guys are enjoying it down there in Waco. Yeah, I mean, you should see how J Mo's carrying himself these days. He he used to be a kind of a, you know, a man uh, a man among the people there, and he just uh, you can't even get a hold of him these days. I mean, that's how that's how high and mighty the Bears are. Uh, but uh, well, I appreciate you saying that. It's going to be fun. Of course, we had to steal some of it from uh, Beard and Adams, but that's okay. That's a story for another day. Chris, uh, appreciate you, and uh, we will uh, talk to you soon. And good luck to the Red Raiders tomorrow. Hey, thank you, Matt. Appreciate you having me on. You guys have a good weekend. Okay, we'll do it. Chris Level uh, covers uh, Texas Tech, it, uh, all the football and everything, and, of course, uh, does a really nice job covering the uh, the uh, hoops for them as part of their broadcast and actually part of the football, too, the sidelines, and then he's the uh, color analyst, I believe, for uh, basketball. So good to have Chris on, catch up with him. All right.